0: Welcome to A Better Covenant podcast, an arm of the teaching ministry of Dr. Felix Idolo. We pray that this message will bless you and lift you up, as Dr. Felix Idolo brings you deeper insights into God's covenant with us. And now, here is Dr. Felix Idolo. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Welcome to our podcast, A Better Covenant. We'll continue on the subject of God's willingness to use His power and ability on your behalf, even though you don't deserve it, this is what grace is all about. The problem with most of us is that God's grace is available, but we've not learned how to activate that grace in our lives. We've not learned how to receive that grace in our life. You know, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter four, verse sixteen. I'll just quickly read Hebrews chapter four, verse sixteen for us right now. Um, let me just go there, read it. Hebrews chapter four verse 16 it says in fact let me start reading from verse 14 seeing that seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens jesus the son of god let us hold fast our profession i'm reading from the old king james bible let us hold fast our profession for we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin let us therefore come boldly, not fearfully, not with doubt, not with worries, our hearts filled with worries and anxieties, not cringing. It says, let us, that includes you, that includes everybody else, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need now notice from verse 14 before he says we can come boldly to the throne of grace it says seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens jesus the son of god let us hold fast our profession then in verse 16 he says let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need in other words jesus christ is the reason why we can approach god boldly in prayer without jesus we'll not be able to come before god in 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 boldness we'll not be able to have faith in approaching god we will be fearful we will be cringing we will not even be able to contemplate the very idea of coming to god in prayer but with jesus christ We can come before God boldly. And this is the reason why Christianity is separated from all the religions of the earth. If you look at all the religions of the earth, uh, they always portray God as that God that is uh, uh, so judgmental, so full of wrath, angry with all mankind. And we, as fearful cringing unworthy creatures unworthy to stand in the presence of god to even ask him of anything and that's how if you look at man in his fallen state i will agree with you on that that that's the way we are apart from jesus but when we receive christ into our lives we have the boldness we are transformed we receive a new nature on the inside of us we receive the bible says if any man be in christ he is a new creature uh, and all things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ. In other words, God has now reconciled me to himself. He's given me a new nature in my spirit. I'm justified, which means just as if I never sinned, cleansed of all my sin, but sins by the blood of Jesus. And now I can enter into his presence because of Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and truth life no man comes unto the father except through me in other words without jesus christ we would not be able to approach god we would not be able to approach god because we would still be in our sins we will still be under the wrath of god we will still be under the judgment of god but once we receive christ into our hearts we receive a new nature we receive the life of god in our spirit and not just do we receive the life of god in our spirit we are cleansed and washed in the blood of Jesus. And it's as if we never sinned in the presence of God. That's why we can have boldness in approaching God. And so Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16 tells us, Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find what grace to help in time of need. What is grace? We define grace already as God's willingness to use his ability on our behalf even though we don't deserve it. What is grace? Grace is God's willingness to use his power to help you, to heal you, to prosper you, to turn your circumstances around, to lift you out of whatever situation you find yourself in. God is willing to use that power on your behalf, not against you, not against you, not to to, to hurt you, not to harm you, not to put you down, but he's going to use that power to lift you up is going to use that power to heal your body is going to use that power to turn your situation and circumstances around. So he says in Hebrews chapter four, verse 16, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Now we define grace as God's willingness to use his power on our behalf even though we don't deserve it. Now, we are not deserving of of God's power. Nobody is deserving of God's power. Why? Because the Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We've all sinned from a natural perspective, from a human perspective, even from a godly perspective. Looking at it from our side and looking at it from God's side, all have sinned. So, there's none of us that is deserving of God's power. None of us that is deserving of any of these things. But God says, in spite of that, He is willing to use that power to help us. Why not get a hold of it? It's unmerited favor. Why, don't get a hold? Why not get a hold of it? It's available to everyone. In Christ Jesus. Everybody, they've, it's available to you, it's available to me, it's available to everybody, it's available to your family, it's available to your extended family, it's available to your friends, it's available to as many as you witness to. God is willing to use that power on your behalf even though you are undeserving of it. So you may look at yourself and say, well I'm undeserving of God's healing. I've done wrong, I've sinned, I've messed up. Yes, in spite of that, God is still willing to use that power to restore you, turn your circumstances around, lift you up, and destroy that mess that you are in. God's willingness to use his power and ability on your behalf. Now, let's look at it again. Let us, therefore, come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Well, sickness is a time of need, isn't it? Absolutely. Is one of the greatest times of need you'll ever face in your life is sickness. When you are sick, the thing that you desire the most, doesn't matter who you are, whether you are poor, whether you are rich, whether you are a billionaire, a multimillionaire, you need healing. And the world is going through a time of great need right now in the form of this COVID-19. People are scared, people are worried, people are looking for answers. Well, the answer is right here. Hebrews 4 verse 16. In a time of need, God is willing to use his power and ability on our behalf. For that is what grace is. God's willingness to use his power and ability on our behalf. Now, let's read it again this way. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find God's willingness to use his power on our behalf, even though we don't deserve it. Can you see that? In a time of need, He says, come to my throne. And you find my ability, uh, you find my willingness to use my ability on your behalf. It's always available in Christ Jesus. It's always available for everybody. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days of the year. This power is available to everybody. God has made that power available to everybody and it's up to you to then lay hold of it. And how do you do it? Through understanding, through understanding, the Bible says grace and peace are multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. When you come into the knowledge of God, his grace will be multiplied in your life. And so he says, come boldly to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. Now, here's an interesting thing I found out. If you look at the dictionary, particularly the Long Man's Dictionary, it defines willingness as being ready and prepared to do something and not having any reason not to do it. I'll 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 give I'll give that to you again. It says willingness, in this case God's willingness, is being willing or being ready and prepared to do something for you and having no reason not to do it. In other words, if I say, I am willing to help you, what I'm telling you by that, according to the dictionary, is that I'm ready, I'm prepared to do it for you, and I have no reason not to want to do it. You see, I have decided of my own volition, of my own accord, I will do it for you. And in saying that to you, I'm telling you, I have no reason not to want to do it. So when we say God's willingness to use his power and ability on our behalf, we are saying that God is willing and ready to do this for you and do this for me and do this for all mankind, and he has no reason. He does not have any reason. So if you're seeking your physical body and you are seeking God for healing, know today that God is ready, God is prepared, God is able to do it for you, to heal your body with his power. And he has no reason. He has no reason not to want to do it. Now, if you look at yourself from a natural perspective, you can see a million reasons, a billion reasons why God will never heal a person like you. You look at yourself, I've done this, I've done this. The devil will make sure that he fills your mind with all the thoughts. Oh, he'll remind you of every bad thing you've ever done. He'll remind you of all your failings. He'll remind you of all your sins. And he'll convince you that you, God will never help a person like you. You're just too bad. He'll condemn you. He'll make you feel bad. And yet God is saying, I have no reason not to heal your body. You know why? He's looking at you through the blood of Jesus. He's looking at you through Jesus Christ. He's looking at you through what God, what Jesus has done for you. At the cross. That's where Jesus dealt with all your sins. And therefore, all those things have been taken out of the way. God is saying, there's no reason. I'm willing to heal you. I'm willing to prosper you. I'm willing to lift you up with my ability and get you out of that mess that you're in. And I have no reason. That's the good news. I have no reason not to do it. God says, I've got no reason not to want to heal your physical body. I've got no reason one to want to use my power to drive that mental condition that is troubling you in your mind. In other words, you have some kind of a mental unsoundness and God wants to restore you to mental soundness. You don't have to depend all the time on pills to sleep. No, the Bible says he gives his beloved sleep. He can go to bed and have sound sleep. God says, I'm willing to use my ability to restore you to soundness of mind. And I've got no reason not to want to do it. That's why he cut that blood covenant. The covenant, as I've said before, is the demonstration of God's willingness to use his power and ability on your behalf. So know today that if you are reaching out to lay hold on God's power, know that as you come into the knowledge of his covenant, as you come into the knowledge of his word, you are laying hold of his willingness. That's the reason why, when you pray in ignorance of God's word, your prayers will be nullified. Your very ignorance will nullify your prayer. We'll come to that again uh, in, in another podcast. God is willing to use his power and ability on your behalf. Therefore, he says, Come with confidence, come boldly, come fearlessly, come with courage, come with all your heart ready. To receive from God, why? Because God is willing. God is willing. So we go back again to our to the scripture that we've quoted several times before. I'll just close with that scripture again. And it says 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. And this is the confidence that we have in Him. In who? In God. In who? In Jesus. This is the confidence that we have in Him that if we ask anything according to His will or Uh, According to the Aramaic translation, if we ask according to his willingness, he hears us. How do we know God has heard us? Because we came according to his willingness. What is his willingness? He's made that willingness known to us through his word. He's made that willingness known to us in the covenant, in the new covenant. He's revealed that to us. So as you go through the covenant, you are going through his willingness when we come according to his word, we come according to his willingness. We know he wants to heal us because we see several scriptures in the Old and New Covenant that tells us that God wants us healed. First Peter 2.24, himself bore my sins in his own body on the cross, that being dead to sins, I might live unto righteousness by whose stripes I am healed. Now, I am healed is a demonstration of his willingness to heal me. And so he says in First John chapter 5, verse 14, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will or his willingness, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have desired of him. In other words, in other words if we know that he's heard us, we know that we have the answer. You see, how what is the evidence that God has answered my prayer? It's the very fact that I asked him according to, to his willingness and what is that willingness it's been given to us in his word it's been demonstrated to us in the covenant the cotton of the covenant you can refer to my earlier podcast on the subject of the god's willingness and the covenant you can go back and listen to that podcast God's willingness and the covenant in other words in cutting that covenant God revealed his willingness to all mankind and what is the covenant It's revealed to us in the pages of the Bible. There are two of them. We have the old, we have the new. The new has actually replaced the old. And as you begin to read the new covenant, you begin to see the excellency of God's plan for you. And that's the willingness of God. And what is that willingness? I told you that the Longman's Dictionary defines willingness as the readiness and the preparedness to do something and having no reason not to want to do it. No reason. Think about it. God says, I want to heal you and I have no reason not to want to heal you. So if you are not being healed in your physical body, the problem is not on God's side. You must look on the man's side. You must look on your side of the problem. That's where the issue is. That's where the difficulty is. And I can tell you something. Most of the time, the problem is your ignorance of God's goodness. Is your ignorance of God's grace. It's your ignorance of God's mercy. It's your ignorance of God's word. That's what holds you in that bondage. Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. That word destroyed also means to be cut off. My people are cut off. What are they cut off? They're cut off of God, cut off God's power, cut off God's willingness, cut off God's power, his willingness, his resources. Because of what? A lack of knowledge. Ignorance of God's will. Ignorance of God's word. Ignorance of God's covenant is what holds people in bondage more than anything else. And so if you get rid of that ignorance through the knowledge of God's word, as you listen to this podcast and teachings like this, they lift you out of a life of ignorance and you are able to enter into the grace of God and walk in the willingness of God to use his power and ability On your behalf. God wants you whole. God wants you well. God wants you sound. God wants you prosperous. 3 John verse 2 tells us, uh, Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health. Not just be healed. Be healed and stay healed. Be in health even as your soul prospers. That's what the word of God says. Even as your soul prospers. Be in health. and and prosper in every area of your life. And so God's willingness to use his power and ability on our behalf is what we are talking about, the grace of God, the power of God made available to all mankind. And Hebrews chapter four, verse 16 tells us, uh, uh, let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. When you are seeking your body, it's definitely a time of need. And you can lay hold on that power and receive healing in your physical body today. And you can see that power work for you in other areas of your life. And uh, God is willing. And that willingness means he's ready and prepared to do it for you. And he has no reason to say, I won't do it. No, in Christ Jesus, I'm talking about in Christ Jesus now, if you look at yourself from a just the way you are, you look at yourself from a natural perspective, There are a million reasons why God will not do it for you. But God says, I'm not looking at what you do. I'm not looking at your sins. I'm looking at what my son Jesus did for you at the cross. And when I look at it, I have no reason why I won't use my power on your behalf. And so today, get a hold of that power. Get a hold of that willingness and begin to enjoy the fullness of it in your life. Stay with the Word of God. Spend time studying the Word of God. Spend time meditating on the Word of God. And this willingness will become more and more real in your life. And now may God, Jesus Christ himself, the head of the church, keep you in his grace, maintain you in his grace, surround you in his grace until I come your way again. Amen. We trust that this message has been a blessing to you. Be sure to join us again for another refreshing episode. For additional information, please visit www.abettercovenant.org or email us at abc